This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Now let's join the hosts of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, Northern Tier League sports fans. Week number six, episode number six, the Northern Tier League Now podcast is up and going. And boy, do we have another great episode for you this week. I'm Shane Wilbur, joined across the desk. Joe Carrion has returned as he decided he's actually going to stick around for multiple weeks in a row now. Yeah, you know, I decided I probably shouldn't go on vacation, not really cost effective. Cost effective? What are you trying to do? Drop like business terms into the podcast? Uh, I'll... I'll try to refrain from that, but it's the first thing that came to mind. Sorry. All right, we'll go with that. Yes, folks, as I said, we've got a great episode planned for you, of course. We've got a recap, week number two in Northern Tier League football action. And, of course, we'll get you a preview for week number three. That'll be coming up here in just a little bit. But also, we've got uh, some action to go with uh, other NTL sports just kicking off this week. We've got NTL volleyball we're going to talk about. We've got some girls soccer, boys soccer action. Actually, uh, still kind of in its early season stages so we'll touch on more about that uh, coming up in next week's podcast but good luck to our area teams who are getting the boys soccer season started but yes we will talk some girls soccer even some girls volleyball and we've got a special guest coming up later in the northern tier league now podcast uh, here in just a while as we will talk with the head of uh, perennial favorite this year in the northern tier league the wellsboro lady hornets head coach sharon's a husky going to join us later in the northern tier league now podcast yeah, I think that's going to be a great interview. I'm interested to hear what she has to say because, you know, really in the NTL the last two years it has been Wellsboro, North Penn, Liberty at the top. So I'm just curious to see what they're going to do. All right. So, yes, we will talk with her coming up in a little bit. And uh, a big thanks uh, to the Wellsboro Athletic Department uh, for helping to line that up, as we always like to thank them. All right. We've also got to say a big thanks to all of our social media followers. Uh, gained a few more likes on the Facebook page this week and also uh, a couple more Twitter followers, too. Too. So, Joe, make sure uh, we keep refreshing folks' minds about how they can follow us uh, on social media. Well, they can follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and, and really the best way to get social media out there is to hit that share button. That's right. So, But don't tell them Instagram yet. We haven't gotten that We got far. Instagram yet? No, oh, I, I thought we had Instagram. Oh. But anyway, yes, follow us on Twitter. We're at NTL Now. Give us a like on Facebook, uh, NTL Now Podcast. Uh, just glad to have so many people still following, sharing, liking the whole nine yards. But, yes, keep that information spreading. We love getting the positive feedback. Hey, I'll take negative feedback. I don't really care. Just keep following us, and that will be uh, a great thing for all of us, and we can keep this podcast momentum going. Hey, six weeks in, you know, a little stumble out of the blocks. I admit it, you know, this is new to us. But now that we're finally in week six, the positive feedback keeps coming in, Joe. They're starting to like our swag. I, th I think we're finally starting to get the hang of this. Well, yeah, I think we're, we're starting, like you said, we're getting the hang of this. People are learning to accept our voices and little things like that. But, yeah. I'm glad that everyone's still hanging around. Hey, you know what I'm glad for? We've gone through six weeks, and you've really yet to anger the golf community after your little shebang a couple weeks ago. I uh, know. I haven't gotten any 
tweets or anything. So, but hey, I'm hoping I get something back on that. There you go. And folks, if you actually want to follow us personally, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Wiggle Shane. Uh, Joe, what's yours? I'm J underscore Carry On. Okay, so there you go. If you want to give us a personal follow, that's always good as well. All right. So as I said, we've got uh, head coach Jaron Zahusky from the Wellsboro Lady Hornets coming up in just a while. But before we get into that and uh, the week of NTL football action, let's uh, talk about the week two that was in Northern Tier League football because, well, that was something that uh, kind of really struck all of us uh, heading into Friday night. Uh, let's just start with what we were all waiting for, and that was the big one. As Wellsboro came into town 1-0, the Troy Trojans 0-1. A very talented 0-1 Troy team, though, and what a performance they put on in front of the home crowd Friday night. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I was there for you know the entirety of the game, uh, covering it for the paper as well. But Troy's offensive line, man, they just they dominated the line of scrimmage. Same with the defensive line. I think that really by the end of the game, you could see, especially when Troy was on offense, Wellsboro's defense, you could tell. I think they were a little gassed. You know, hands were on the hips. They seemed didn't seem as composed as they usually are. But yeah, I think Troy really wore Wellsboro down, and and uh, they really kind of kept Aiden Hauser at bay too defensively. So yeah, I. Uh, it's really what I expected from Troy. I figured they would beat Wellsboro, but I didn't think it'd be by more than two scores. Okay, so. when Troy takes their three-score lead into the halftime locker room, because it was 28-6 at the break, Wellsboro comes out in a flurry. You've got the Hauser touchdown, the Wagaman touchdown, and before you know it, Wellsboro's right back into it. You don't know exactly, okay, is Wellsboro going to hang on to the momentum? Is Troy going to take it back? And when Troy came back, went right down the field and scored, and you just saw the offensive line for Troy take over. Damian Landon and Caleb Binford, Dom Ayers, they were all running at will, and what a great job that was. Kudos to Coach Millard, the offensive and defensive line coach over there for Troy. Those Trojans, man, they came to town, and they took care of work where the Hogs are concerned. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was just, it was incredible to see. It was a great game, and I remember uh, talking to my partner who was at the game with me taking stats. I was like, at halftime, well, looks like this one could be over. And he's like, don't count on it just yet. And then, like you said, those two touchdowns, one score game, and then bam, Troy just kind of puts it away. And I think you could tell Wellsboro was like, what the heck, why can't we stop these guys? But I think that's the best offensive and defensive lines in the NTL, so... It's, it's definitely something you got to watch out for, and I know a lot of people out there have got a lot of high hopes for the Trojans. We'll talk about uh, their Week 3 matchup coming up in just a little bit. Now, flipping the script, pushing forward to Saturday, 10 miles down the road, their NTL rival, the Canton Warriors, they put up 46 on Montgomery. They lay claim that uh, is it possible to maybe start that chatter that – the two best teams in the Northern Tier League may be only separated by 10 miles. And, you know, it's funny that you say that. I heard other people say that at the Troy game Friday night as well. I, I think it's a very good argument. I think you're going to have some other people in the NTL who might want to debate that, but I, I have to agree. Based on what we've seen through two weeks, I mean, I don't know if we thought Canton was going to really womp on Montgomery that much, but they did. Sorry, I shouldn't have said womp. But, uh, yeah, you really saw it. Canton came out a little flat to start the game, but then I think their coaches kind of, you know, got him in gear, and we we really saw that offense take shape. You know, Gaia Bailey, Benjamin Knapp, uh, man, Owen Westneski ran the wheels off during that game, and and defensively too. I thought that Canton really 
handled Montgomery well other than kind of a, a weird touchdown. Okay, now we can sit here and, you know, we don't want to tout teams too early. Right. But we've had a really good up-close look at Canton and Troy these first two weeks. I'm going to tell you, as a person who kind of analyzes this and you can kind of see what team strengths are, it's, it's going to have to be – I mean, they're going to take teams' best shots every week. But if both teams are playing their best, it's going to be a lot of fun Friday nights going the rest of the way down the rest of this regular season stretch. Now, of course, Troy, they've got Sarah coming up this Friday. Canton, they've got Sarah, Wellsboro, North Penn, even Muncie and other uh, opposition in front of them. But like I said, both teams keep playing their best. I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of fun coming up here these next few weeks in Northern Tier League football. Now, Speaking of the other team that's uh, kind of roaming, a lot of folks high on them as well. They go to Tawanda. It's not pretty, but sometimes during the season, you need an ugly winner too to help build your team's character. Sarah didn't look pretty. They got the job done. They escaped Tawanda with the win. They take the 38-34 win last week. That's a big credit to the character Coach Gorman's put inside that Redskins team. Yeah, and I think really when you get a win like that, style points don't matter. I mean... You want to you want to ultimately walk away with the win. Sayers starts and they're in a good position, and they're you know still a team kind of on the rise, learning what they need to do to to close out these close games. The important thing is they did close out the game, so they came out with the win. All right, now looking at some other action from around the Northern Tier League last week. Hey, credit to North Penn Mansfield. Nice bounce back win for them last Friday. They take down Athens by a score of 37-13. to So a big win for Coach Dickinson there as they get ready for their big matchup coming up here in week number three. Also, Kalineski Valley, unfortunately, scored a few more points. Still come out uh, on the bad end of the scoreboard, though, as Muncie pulls out the win, 42-20 over Kalineski Valley. And, well, Wyloosing last week uh, found out that uh, they were playing some bigger boys, and South Williamsport came to Peterson Stadium and laid 50 on them in the first half. So I'm curious to see how Wyloosing comes out this Friday night. We'll talk about that uh, matchup they've got coming up here on Friday in just a little while as well. But South Williamsport wins over Wyloosing last week, 50-16. to So those are some of the other NTL scores uh, from NTL football action. All right, now let's move forward. We've got uh, some girls soccer, some girls volleyball action uh, to talk about. Girls soccer, hey, great wins uh, here in the early going. Northeast Bradford last night, Seven goals, seven goals in the early going action as uh, they take down Sarah earlier this week by a score of seven to four. But uh, good to see Sarah's Rosalind Haney out to a great start as well. She had the hat trick last night, even in an eight defeat. Still good to see the NTL stars coming to fruition. And uh, I saw Maisie Newber had a great game for Northeast Bradford too. So, hey, that's a big soccer score to start out of the gate. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, some other notable scores we had. We had two ties last night. Oh, okay. Troy and Athens and Wellsboro and Tawanda. Troy and Athens were, uh, sorry, let me look, find 1-1, one, one, I believe one, that one, one was. Yep. And then Wellsboro and Tawanda were 2-2. Two, two. All right, so now, you know, hey, we talked with Coach Pitts uh, from Athens Soccer earlier this season in the podcast. He said if somebody was going to challenge them uh, for the top of the mountain this year, that Lady Trojan team would be the one that was probably going to push them. So no surprise there. Tawanda, another great uh, showing on their home field last night as they tie Wellsboro. Uh, some other action from around the league in girls' soccer. Why losing blanking North Penn Mansfield? 
2-0, both of those teams 1-2 to start the season. As you saw, uh, a lot of the teams had some early tournament action uh, that a lot of them were involved in early. So records just kind of uh, in its early infancy here in girls soccer. Now also, girls volleyball action getting underway here. Uh, we'll talk about Wellsboro coming up here in a short just because we've got Coach Zahusky coming up here in a little bit as well. But uh, looking at some girls volleyball action, a lot of shutouts in the early going here, Joe. Wyloosing, North Penn Liberty, and Wellsboro all blanking their opponents as Wyloosing wins three sets to none over Northeast. North Penn Liberty, three sets to none over Tawanda. And Wellsboro blanking Troy, three sets to none. So big statement wins there for those teams. North Penn Liberty, we know that they're the team that lost a lot of seniors from last year. Big momentum win, I think, for them to come out of the gate and you know kind of show the NTL look. We still have talent here. Yeah, and they still have uh, uh, the coaching, too. I believe Holly Smith's still at the helm of that team. You know, she's an experienced coach. She she helped mold that, really kind of that dominant squad that's been in the NTL the last four years. So, yeah, I'm not going to sleep on North Penn Liberty. Uh, another notable win last night as well was Canton shut out uh, Williamson, three sets to none. So Canton girls, I think, are also going to be in the mix as well at the end. North Penn Liberty, Wellsboro. So, yeah, some big opening night wins for some of our NTL teams. Great to see action like that go. And, of course, uh, some other actions. Sarah and CV actually takes down Kalineski Valley by a score of 3-2. to two. Now, of course, as I said, we'll have some boys soccer action to talk about here in the coming weeks. Also, we will talk some cross-country, too, coming up as that action gets underway. I think cross-country's first action isn't until early next week, so I think we'll have more to talk about that uh, coming up next week. Now, of course, you know, as I said, we do have Coach the Husky coming up here in just a short on the podcast. What a start for the Wellsboro Lady Hornets here to start the season. They pick up the three sets to none win over the Troy Trojans here in uh, some early regular season action. But how about the Wellsboro Lady Hornets going to the Central Mountain Tournament and coming away as the champions of the Central Mountain Tournament? Coach, the Huskies got to be on cloud nine from that. Yeah, I mean, the I think the, well, the Lady Hornets have, have kind of been there on the precipice the last four years and I think that this is going to be a year they get over the hump I think they can win the NTL this year but yeah that's winning the Central Mountain Tournament that's huge to open the season like you said coach the Huskies got to be feeling good about this team all right so speaking of coach the Husky from the Lady Hornets we're going to actually talk with her coming up in just a moment but first we're going to step aside we're going to thank our good friends at Circle W Sports and when we come back coach the Husky will join us right here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Okay, and as promised, joined by Coach Sharon Zahusky from the Wellsboro Lady Hornets here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Always great when uh, we can catch up with some area coaches from around the NTL. And, of course, uh, the Lady Hornets, Joe, one of those teams this year that uh, a lot of folks have some high hopes on. Yeah, I think that uh... – especially after their big win at the Central Mountain Tournament. I think that opened a lot of eyes. People are going to be watching this team down the stretch. All right, so let's bring in Coach the Husky herself. Hi, Coach. Welcome to the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Hi. 
So, Coach, uh, you know, like uh, Joe said, a big win last weekend uh, for the Lady Hornets uh, down at the Central Mountain Tournament. Uh, how did you feel about your team going into kind of that early season action? I always like to take my team to Central Mountain. It's a great uh, – it sets the bar for us. We know if what we've been practicing in preseason is going to work or if we're going to have to make some major adjustments heading into the season. So – the Central Mountain Tournament is a great uh, temperature gauge for us to, you know, set it, get us going for our season. So, Coach, you've seen what your team could do at that tournament. So now, where do you feel the strengths and strengths and potential weaknesses of this team lie? Um, we have a lot of experience on this team. These girls have been playing for a long time. A lot of them have been playing club ball. So our strengths are in our experience, our weaknesses are getting those, all the individual personalities and talents to come together to work as a cohesive unit and put that together to um, make some magic happen on the court. Coach, you've seen North Penn Liberty now pretty much be the dominant force in the Northern Tier League over the last couple of seasons. Wellsboro, though, seems to be that team, you know, from around the league when you talk to some other volleyball fans that folks feel like is that team ready to take the next step this year. Uh, do you feel, given all the experience your team has, that uh, Wellsboro is that team and this group is ready to step up and uh, take that next step towards a league title? We're certainly prepared to do that. We have been knocking on the door for the last two years. We're one team, I think, that the one season we're the only team that took a set off of the North Penn Liberty team. So I think that we are poised and ready. Um, North Penn Liberty always has a strong team. We have a strong team. And I think, uh, you know, point for point, it could go either way. But we're definitely ready to take that challenge on and see where it gets us this year. Now, Coach, on that note, who are some teams and players in the NTL that you are expecting some great seasons from as well? Well, I'm not really sure. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to the other teams. I can only control what's happening in my gym. So, And I know we lost a lot of good athletes last year. I think each team took a hit or two from the seniors. There seemed to be a lot of seniors last year that we were pulling from to pick all-star teams from. So I think every team is going to have some growing pains this year. We always have strong competition from teams in the East, and I would expect the same this year from Wyalusing and Tawanda. And also, you know, Kalineski and Williamson, they can put together good teams. So we don't discount everybody. We take it game by game. And like I said, I try to control what's happening in my gym. Coach, something I've kind of learned about volleyball here in the Northern Tier League, you know, obviously uh, being a, a lot of the, the radio side, you know, volleyball is not one of the sports I get to follow uh, on a big uh, amount of time. But uh, that's why I'm glad we're doing the podcast here so that, you know, we can catch up and kind of learn more uh, about the other sports in the league. But something that I find uh, very fascinating is basically as you're playing your regular season schedule, it's almost like you're, you're fine tuning for districts along the way because basically it's the Northern Tier League who are the dominant teams uh, in volleyball and really are the only teams that have it in the sport. That's correct. We The teams that are below us in the south, it's basically non-existent for them down there. However, they are starting it. Williamsport started a team last year. South Williamsport is joining us this year, and I've been told that 
next year, uh, Montoursville, and I believe Royal Sox are looking to starting teams. So, yes, our league right now basically is the district for title or the teams that we have to compete against. So, doing the league, going through the league, really does give you a good, um, a good, a good preview of what you're going to see in districts. Now, I do have one other question too, Coach. I mean, you're, you're very high on your team. You say that uh, you control a lot of uh, what goes on in your gym, and that's basically where your focus is. Now, tell us about uh, a couple of your players that you really lean on who you can say, you know what, when I can't be the voice on the floor, I know they will step up and help me uh, be that leader. It's odd that you just asked me that question. Just as I was leaving the gym after practice tonight, I was talking to two of my seniors, Ryan Adams and Caitlin Callahan, and I was expressing to them that, you know, I'm expecting a lot out of them to be the eyes and the ears on the court, and they need to communicate to each other and to the other teammates what needs to be done and take care of, you know, small issues that they see on the court that I can't always call a timeout for and address. So I'm really looking for the leadership of those two ladies to help us out this year. So, Coach, tell us a little bit about your love of the game. I mean, you've been the head there now at Wellsboro for how long? Um, I have been the head coach for the, since 2012, so the last seven, eight years. So what is it that, you know, is your mindset? What brings you a love and a passion for the game that uh, you love being the head coach? Um, I don't know if I love being the head coach as much as I like being involved in the game. And when I was the coach, I coached here back in the late 80s, early 90s under Ann McKnight. I was her JV coach, and I just enjoyed that. And when I moved away, I also coached. And when I came back, the job was open, so I took it. And at that point, um I thought I would retire because my children were of age to play and I wanted to sit back and enjoy them. But because of the opportunity that arose and the, um, I just wanted to see, I wanted to get back to the program that has given so much to me and I would love to see Wellsboro Volleyball stay successful. And that kind of drives me to keep pushing and make this game a, a sport that other girls love and want to pass on the tradition for their, you know, friends and family. Coach, i got to ask you, what was it like coaching your own kids in the sport? I know sometimes it can be a fine line, but it's like, Mom, don't you coach me too hard, or you're not giving me enough playing time. What was that like? Let's just say that I'm enjoying this year not having a child on the team. Um, it just brings – I don't get me wrong, I love coaching my children. Each one brought a different one to the game a different value to the game and a different personality. But that also brings a lot of misconception from other parents and different things. A lot of things get blamed on your kids, get blamed on you. You get accused of favoritism. It doesn't matter if your child is a good player or a bad player. It, you know, it brings a lot of things to the team that doesn't need to be there. And I think sometimes, you know what your kid is capable of, so you push them a little bit harder than you might push somebody else because you know that line between coach and player, you can push a little bit more because you're mom and you can expect a little bit more. And sometimes that's met with um, 
some resistance that you would rather not be shown out in public. Now, Coach, I got to ask you, we talked about your senior leadership, but what yep. freshmen or sophomores have come in this year that you really think are going to make people be like, oh, wow, they're really good? Well, I have uh, Jordan Judlin, who is a sophomore, who played um, for us a little bit last year. She's a setter. She's going to have to step up this year and really help us with setting because we've um, one of our other seniors, Megan Starkweather, is struggling with some health issues right at the moment. So Jordan's got some big shoes to fill, and she's fully capable of doing that. We also have um, Emma Alla is a sophomore, and she's coming on strong as an outside hitter for us. And I expect both of those girls to um, make their mark this year and let everybody know that they're coming and watch out. So it seems like the Lady Hornets are uh, pretty well prepped here for a great season, which is great. And, of course, being joined here by Coach Sharon Zahusky from the Wellsboro Lady Hornets here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And, Coach, now here's another interesting aspect uh, of your volleyball career. Uh, you know, we were just talking about the kids a little bit ago. Now, you're not the only coach in the family right now, uh, Sharon. I mean, you've got to kind of share that bill a little bit. Of course, uh, your daughter Hannah now out in uh, Wisconsin out at Carthage College uh, doing some coaching out there. Now, uh, are you girls on the phone quite a bit? I mean, are you now picking your daughter's brain for ideas on uh, how to maybe scheme and uh, strategize for the league? Yeah, we uh, we talk quite a bit. We have to compare notes. We both have to brag. It's like we get on the phone, hey, guess what? My team won tonight. Well, guess what? My team did too. So there's bragging rights going on there, and we do. Um, Hannah is a great sounding board. She has an awful love for the game, and she can read a court like I've never seen anybody. She can read the court film. She can walk into a gym. She can see a girl and say, hey, she's doing this, that, or the other thing. So her wisdom has become, you know, very valuable to me. I can send her some tape or something and say, do you see what I see or what am I not seeing here? And yeah, it's, it's been a real joy to have, you know, to see her come into her own and be able to give back, you know, to me and to others in this sport. That's really got to be awesome, though, to kind of see, you know, your own kid. While you don't have to deal with them now in your own gym, it's cool to see them, you know, be able to kind of grow that passion for the game, you know, that uh, you've grown to love as well. And uh, to see that kind of become, uh, you know, as a Husky ball now, I guess, is uh, something really cool here. Yeah, I'm very proud of her and I'm very excited for her. She's just starting and this is what she really wants to do, and I'm glad she's getting the opportunity to do it. And Carthage has a, an excellent program, and I look forward. As a matter of fact, when I get up to home with you guys, they have a big match tonight. So I'm going to get online and watch them and root for them and root for her. Hey, that is what a mom and a coach should do. And uh, Coach Husky, thank you so much for taking some time with us here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. Uh, best of luck to you and the Lady Hornets throughout this season. And uh, we'll catch up with you down the line because uh, we expect uh, great things out of the Hornets this season. So uh, we'll probably be catching up with you down the road here this season. All right. Thank you for having me. You can follow the NTL Now podcast on social media. Follow NTL Now on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast and on Twitter by following at NTL Now. 
All right, we are back right here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And again, a big thank you to Coach Sharon Zahusky from the Wellsboro Lady Hornets. Man, it is just awesome to see area coaches just kind of uh, relishing the opportunity to be a part of the podcast. You know, some really just loving the fact that we are reaching out to new sports and uh, giving other sports around the Northern Tier League great exposure here with the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I know tons of people around this area love our NTL volleyball, and I think that our NTL volleyball is some of the best around to watch, especially when it comes uh, playoff time, man. It, it gets intense in there. So, yes, a big thanks again to Coach the Husky uh, for joining us here, and uh, I'm sure that will not be the last time that uh, we talk to Coach Sharon as the season goes on. Big things, I believe, coming for the Lady Hornets this year. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to uh, see you down the road when it comes time for playoffs. All right, now that means it is time for week number three of Northern Tier League football. You know we love to get deep into previews, so let's get to week number three. And we'll start with one of the undercard matchups this week as the North Penn Mansfield Panthers look to try and keep their good momentum going this season as they will take on an 0-2 Bloomsburg team down at Redmond Stadium at Bloomsburg University. North Penn Mansfield got themselves corrected last week against Athens, a big 37-point outburst in that one. North Penn Mansfield, I think, has some good positive things going for them as they head to Bloomsburg looking to take on, so far, a winless Bloomsburg team on Friday. I think the momentum keeps rolling for them, and they uh, win over Bloomsburg this weekend. Coach Dickinson, I think, is going to get things corrected. You know, I mean, Montoursville was a tough team in week one. They got stuff fixed week two, and I think they're going to be 2-1 and one after week three is over. Okay, dropping to 0-3 is a tough thing to overcome when you're in the regular season here in the Northern Tier League. Both Athens and Kalineski Valley could be in danger of that coming up on Friday as they meet for uh, the NTL uh, action that they're going to have this week. Of course, uh, Kalineski Valley, first game at home coming up here on Friday. Now, will they play at home? I don't know. I've heard some speculation. They may have to move some games around due to their uh, kind of construction going on at the school. But who knows? But I know Kalineski Valley, they've got to be tired of traveling thus far, and they finally get a home game this week with Athens. But right now, Athens has not been one of the stellar teams in the league I don't know where you tip the scales in this one. I mean, do you just lean with Athens because of Damian Hudson, or is this the week that Seth Heiler and Kalineski Valley come out of the gates firing? Yeah, they did score 20 points. You know, they scored six points first week. They scored 20 points last week, and uh, I think the trend continues to go up. I think they're going to keep playing better and better each week. But, man, I, I don't know who to pick in this one. I think that I have to go maybe with head coach Jack Young and his Athens Wildcats in that one. All right, let's move the scales again. We will head to another matchup right here in Canton coming up on Friday night. The Warriors 2-0 on the season. So far, 86 points they have put on the scoreboard in the first two weeks. They are going to be taking on a losing Rams team who got all but run over last Friday night uh, against South Williamsport. Will the Rams come to Canton with uh, some wounds healed? Or will they come with a little more intensity? I mean, you get embarrassed like that. This is where Coach Buckman and the Wyloosing Rams have to dig deep and say, you know what, we got throttled last Friday. We need to put it out of our minds. If they come to Canton feeling low, that could be dangerous for them given the fact that Canton's looked really good through the first two weeks. Now on the other side, 
Can Canton not look at Wyalusing as a team that's been throttled here in week two and kind of uh, get their kind of sights a little low? Will Canton play up? The Warriors need to stay up because Wyalusing, they have shown some flashes. They can be scary dangerous if you take them lightly. Well, the thing that Canton has to remember is that they're going to get everyone's best each week. And, uh, you know, because they're one of the top dogs in this league now, I can't say I would sleep on Wyalusing. I think that... You know, I'm sure Canton's coaches are doing their homework and everybody's watching film, but I, I think ultimately Canton comes out on top on this one because of the matchups. I think Canton just wins the matchup battle on paper with this one. Ultimately, it comes down to how you're going to play Friday night, but I really think Canton wins this one over Wyalusing. Quick side note with Wyalusing, something to keep an eye on. Who will be the quarterback for Wyalusing coming up Friday night? Mitchell Burke was the captain of the Rams offense in week one. Shane Fury returned. He was the quarterback last week. Who gets the nod coming in here to week three? Some people think maybe Burke played a little bit better in week one. He should be the starter week three, but I don't know. I, I think when you've got a kid like Fury who's been through all the battles, he definitely deserves to be the quarterback as long as the coach decides he's going to ride with him. So uh, if Fury's not the guy Friday night, I will be shocked. I think he's definitely earned that, but something uh, just to keep an eye on heading into this one. Okay, the Tawanda Black Knights. Boy, they battled hard after being throttled in week one. They came oh so close last week against the Sarah Redskins and unfortunately just came up on the short end of the stick as they lose 38-34 last week. Now they've got a 1-1 one one Muncie team again going to be at home. Does the good confidence they built against Sarah last week carry over? Can Muncie be the first win on the scheduled slate for the Black Knights coming up Friday? Well, I mean, if you lose a game that close to Sarah, I tell you what, if I'm one of those players, i got a bad taste in my mouth and I want to get it out. I think that Tawana is going to play well at home against Muncie, and I think they beat them. All right. Well, that's a pretty good uh, estimation right there. I do believe I think Tawanda has figured some things out here in the first couple of weeks. And uh, if Tawanda keeps that uh, high and mighty uh, stance going and they do bring the confidence and they're not deflated from the, the performance last week, they keep the confidence up. I do believe Tawanda is going to be in this one towards the end with Muncie for sure. Okay, now you've got an 0-2 Montgomery team last week who gave up 46 to Canton. They are now at home on Friday night welcoming in a very teed-off Wellsboro team after last week. I got to have a feeling Coach Hildebrandt did not have a friendly few practices this week. I got to have a feeling the Hornets went to work, and I have a feeling Montgomery may see a little more of Aiden Hauser and Silas Wagaman than they want to coming up on Friday. Yeah, and I think if you're Wellsboro, you, you look at the tape, and we got out physical. I mean, this is a physical game. I know Coach Hildebrand does not like to get beat in the trenches. So I think, like you said, I think they probably had some rough practice this week. I don't know if I want to be Montgomery. I mean, Wellsboro's going to come in, come into their house angry, and they're going to play angry, and they're going to want to get that taste out of their mouth from against Troy. So I think that Wellsboro's going to win this one. I think that Wellsboro needs to have a little bit more of a steady dose. So like you said, Aiden Hauser, Isaac Keen, I think just needs to settle down a little bit in the pocket. We'll go through his reads, and I think I think Wellsboro will be okay. They're going to be there at the end. They just need to they, – they faced a tough Troy team, but I think they get things right this weekend against Montgomery. 
I think an advantage for Wellsboro this week is they had the opportunity to come and scout if they wanted to. I don't know if they did. Uh, Montgomery obviously played at Canton on Saturday, so Wellsboro had a chance to come and see them. And when you look at Wellsboro and Canton, there are a lot of mirrored images in offensive philosophies, and I think that's an added advantage as well for Wellsboro. They can look at Canton and say, hey, look, what did Canton do well? What did they not do well, you know, and that's going to help us because, you know, the offensive philosophies in general with the spread are, are pretty much mirrored images. So I think Wellsboro having that tape to look at uh, with Canton and Montgomery or, you know, personally going to scout definitely helps them as well. So Montgomery, uh, <laughs> I just I just feel I, I, I don't want to say I feel bad for them. But in a sense, I do because I know those kids have to strap it up because Wellsboro's coming so mad this week, and uh, you just you just want to see uh, you know a team come out and uh, put up a, a great performance, and uh, you know they're gonna have to because Wellsboro's coming and they've got a bad taste in their mouth, as you said uh, from last week, which of course then leads us into the game of the week, which is on the Northern Tier League slate. Now, if you're looking for radio coverage, you can tune this one in on 95.3 The Bridge on Friday night as the Troy Trojans will travel to the Lockhart Street Bowl. The Trojans this season, 1-1. One one. Sayers, 2-0 to start the season. But uh, I believe this is where Sayre is going to meet uh, a match of wills, and they're going to have to bring a whole brand of best ball game possible with what is known as the wall with this Troy Trojan team right now because those five guys up front, as you said, they are like the great wall protecting Dom Ayers right now. Yeah, I mean, Dom Ayers, I don't think he got touched on uh, Friday night against Wellsboro. Um, and that threesome of, of, of Landon, uh, Ayers, and, and Caleb Binford, man, they were just lights out last weekend. Now for Sarah. They do have the pieces, okay? Don't sit there and take this preview as, oh, well, these guys just think that, you know, Troy's going to mow over Sarah. I do not think they are going to mow over Sarah. I think Sarah has some good things going for them right now, but I think Sarah is going to have to play their A game for four absolute quarters this week. This is a big tussle for them in week number three. Now, they've played Bucktail. They've played Tawanda. Troy, I just believe, is a different level than both of those teams here in this season. I mean, I've had the chance to see Troy now two weeks in a row, and, you know, the way that Troy just keeps everything simple, the way Damian Landon's running downhill, Caleb Binford's doing well, and, of course, you know, uh, Troy's finding ways even in the passing game, too. Coach Smith lied, okay? Coach Smith does not have just three plays They've in got his four. playbook. they got four. Oh, he's up to at least six now as the <laughs> season has gone on. But, no, Troy's just got a lot of things going. But if you're Sarah, hey, you've got to find your own little niches with your offense as well, okay? Braden Horton, he's not going to be able to make little mistakes. He's going to have to play a flawless game. For Troy, uh, you know, they're going to have to find a way to contain him. Uh, they've got to watch for Isaiah Firestein as well. A little bit of a low-key game last week at Tawanda. We'll see if Coach Gorman can get him more involved in the offense this week as well. And, of course, you've got the likes of uh, Corbin Brown. You've got Lucas Horton as well. Now, I did hear Sarah got a little banged up last week at Tawanda. Hopefully, that team is healthy because in a matchup like this, you want best on best. You want to know exactly where your team is. Yeah, and I mean, if you're Sarah, I, the thing I've heard about Sarah is that they are the team in the NTL on the rise right now. They mm -hmm. are a team to not overlook because they've got the pieces on offense. They're getting them on defense, and I think that you know if Sarah can go into Troy, or I'm sorry, if Sarah can beat Troy at home in front of their faithful and win this, that's a huge statement game for them this season. Here's one other thing, too. 
Those of you who know tradition in the Northern Tier League, when you are a team that is riding a high wave, one of the places that can be very tricky and very uh, kind of, uh, you know, one of those nights where things might not go for you well as a visitor is the Lockhart Street Bowl. That place has memories of teams who kind of swagged in there and left with towels drooping, okay? So, Sarah, not one you want to overlook, but uh, for Troy right now, they've got a lot of things going in their favor, and I, I just think that, you know, the way that uh, Troy's been playing, uh, Sarah's going to have to play absolutely flawless here in this one, and, uh, you know, they've got to find a way to control the line of scrimmage, and that's something that, uh, you know, Bald Eagle area had talent outside. They were able to hang on. Troy dominated from point A to point C, B, D, everything else in that Wellsboro game last week. So, you know, Sarah, you've got to control the line of scrimmage. Do that, you'll be in the game. You don't do that, Troy will hang 30 on you, and they're not going to stop because that ground game is going to churn 30 to 40 carries a night. And they're going to keep wearing you down, too. I hope that, you know, you Sarah boys in the trenches are ready because uh, that Troy offensive and defensive lines, man, they're, they they wore Wellsboro down, so just, just get ready. But, fans, you are in for a treat because I think that one – could go uh, many, many different ways, and uh, I think if it uh, is going to do anything, I could see you know Sarah having some success offensively. I think this could be a, a very high-scoring game, but it's just a matter of how do you hold up because it's been Troy who's dominated late. It's where the guys wear on you late in the game where things get uh, a little dicey. So come for four quarters, things are going to be a lot smoother for you. You know, the thing that turned the Alabama football program around, I'm not an Alabama football fan to point that out, but Nick Saban brought in the fourth quarter program, and that's where games are won is in the fourth quarter. So, Sarah, get ready for the fourth quarter because that's where I think that game could be won against Troy. Wow. You really brought Alabama football into this, I did. I Trust me, guys. I'm a Penn State fan. Don't worry. But that guy, I've watched documentaries on him. He totally changed that football program around. He installed what he called the fourth quarter program, and that thing, that changed that team. I mean, they've been dominant the last ten years. So I'm just saying, Sarah. Take a note from Nick Saban, fourth quarter. All right, so there you have it from Coach Joe. Win the fourth quarter. That's good advice, man. I mean, that's, I think, what most coaches would say around this area. So, I mean, if anyone wants to hire me, I'm available. All right, well, there you go, and uh, that's your Northern Interior League Week 3 preview here on the NTL Now podcast. And, folks, again, want to quickly give you the radio update for this week, okay? Now, we were talking about Troy and Sarah here moments ago. As I said, check that game out on 95.3 The Bridge. You can listen online, 953thebridge.com, or on the TuneIn radio app by searching WTTC. I, myself, I will be perched at Miller A. Moyer Field on Friday night as the Canton Warriors will be home hosting my losing. That'll be the Wiggle 100 game of the week. Listen live uh, on your radios or at wiggle100.com or on your TuneIn apps by searching WHGL. So that's your uh, radio coverage coming up here this week uh, around the NTL as well. And of course, uh, again, want to take a quick moment. Man, big thanks this week to Coach Sharon Zahusky from the Wellsboro Lady Hornets. Joe, we've uh, you know had the opportunity to interview some coaches along the way. Uh, you more at NTL Football Media Day. This was really the first time you got to sit in on one. And, uh, man, did you have a dandy here with Sharon today. Yeah, she gave some great answers, man. I, I tell you what, keep an eye on those Lady Hornets because they're going to be tough this year. 
It's awesome for sure. All right. Well, folks, again, we want to encourage you to get on social media and uh, give us a like on Facebook by searching NTL Now Podcast or on our Twitter page as well by going at NTL Now. Now, of course, if you want to follow us personally again, you can follow me on Twitter at Wiggle Shane. And Joe, you are? At J underscore carry on. Okay. So give us a follow. Give us a plug. Hit us up on social media, whether it be uh, on the pages for the podcast or personally. Let us know what you think but uh, so far so good and we are having a blast here through six episodes just remember there's no instagram no instagram yeah Shane just wanted to make sure people knew that Shane why'd you have to talk over me to emphasize oh I'm sorry my bad All right, but no, seriously, folks, thanks again for tuning in here as we put the everlasting bow on episode number six. And, of course, we'll look forward to more great NTL sports coverage, NTL sports breakdown, and just a whole lot more of sports talk coming up here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast next week. He's Joe Carrion across the table. I'm Shane Wilbur. Folks, we'll be back next week. It is episode number seven on the horizon, so stick with us. We'll be back with a new one next week. You've been listening to the Northern Tier League Now podcast, a production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.